Hello and welcome to Reporter Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Medin. Uh, today to discuss the article, RIT Performing Arts Takes Center Stage, I'm joined by our editor-in-chief, Rosie. Uh, Rosie, can you say your last name for me? <laughs> yeah, it's Rosie Yegyazarian. All right, thank you for joining us. And RIT Players President, Allison Wright. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, so just to get started, Rosie, can you explain a little bit about what we're going to be talking about today? Yeah, certainly. So this article is by... Kristen Grant, and um, what she covered is sort of the premise that Munson had talked about in terms of introducing a performing arts center or equivalent thereof here at RIT. And essentially, you know, there's a, a piece by Democrat and Chronicle that she references in terms of, you know, how would that relationship play into the Eastman School of Music and if it's even worth it and things like that. Um, and she also did get the opportunity to interview Munson about the piece, which was really exciting, and talked about sort of different takes that people could, that we could take on on this on essentially the center and what we could do with it. So there's a lot of information in this piece and it's a lot of potentials. We don't have any solid facts yet, but it's definitely a start. So Alison, I want to ask you off the bat, do you, as president of RIT Players, feel like performing arts at RIT currently has a big enough footprint um, there are definitely a lot of different groups that people can join. I think there's a lot of interest in it. We pull big audiences. Um, I think one of the biggest issues is spaces, and if we don't have enough spaces for people to perform, it's really hard for us to get the footprint that we need to have a presence at the school. Right. So you said there's a lot of different performing organizations. I'm part of RIT Improv. You're part of RIT Players. Both of these are student-organized clubs, so it seems like there's not necessarily as many... I mean, student-organized clubs are important at school, but these are less sponsored by the school. Do you feel like there should be programs that the school operates? Um, I know the as far as theater goes, the College of Liberal Arts is looking to expand a lot. They have a theater minor, they have an immersion, and they have some partnerships in the Rochester area that play into their programs. They're looking to expand. I think they may even be thinking of a theater major down the line. So I know, for, at least for theater, there's some support there. And Luckily, RIT Players has a very good relationship with COLA, so our students and their students have a lot of mingling. Um, as far as other performing groups, I know we have some vocal groups that are run, but I think those are more classical and by the book. And I think things that the student organizations bring to it is they get to pick their own music, they get to pick this. So it's something I think audiences respond to better, especially on a college campus. So while programs are really good, I think the student aspect is really important too. So if you want to kind of go with the student-run organizations, what do you think Munson and the, the administration at RIT could do to improve our experience as student performers, you know, to, to empower our clubs? Yeah, like I said, I think our biggest problem is the space. I know we had a meeting with a bunch of the performing arts groups and uh, the NTID staff about who's getting Panera, and there were very, very small dates that we could get it, and Ingles always booked up all the performing arts spaces. So we almost did one of our shows over in the Innovation Center, which is not at all a theater space, and we ended up being able to get Web. So I think that's the hardest thing. The groups are having to work together to try to share the space while still getting their individual acts out there. Right, so so some sort of dedicated theater maybe where everyone can have like a show. That would be great. At least one more theater space I think would solve a lot of issues because I know even the College of Liberal Arts, even though they're not student-run, they're part of RIT, they still have problems getting spaces as an organization that's part of RIT. Right, yeah. I mean, uh, for RIT Improv, we take Engel once a year, and it's always a little bit, you have to get it months in advance and hope that you can get it. I I'm also curious for both of you guys what you think about this whole Eastman School of Music thing, it I guess never would have occurred to me that in improving our art performing arts program would like encroach on Eastman. Is that is that a concern? 
So I'm actually also even even more curious, have you ever had experience interacting with students from Eastman or incorporating them in anything? Has there has that conversation ever come up? Is that something that Not for is us possible? as a student group. Uh, I mean, I think some sort of alliance or partnership with them would be interesting or cool. Um, I've never heard anything said about it, though. Fair, fair. I've personally never even met someone from Eastman. Yeah, I don't think I have either. So... I mean, maybe enhancing our our working together sort of relationship could be helpful. Um, so I'm, I'm looking at some of these Munson quotes, and they're all really exciting in terms of saying, like, well, we need to improve what we're doing. Um, it'd be great to have all these improvements. But none of them are really concrete. Do you guys think there's any sort of concrete plans he's got in mind? Have you heard anything? There's nothing that we're sure of. There's just a lot of possibilities that are kind of getting thrown around. Ultimately, like this is something that uh, you know, there are individuals at RIT that have been tasked with working on. And um, to that end, it's a matter of, you know, what's what I'm really curious about is how they're going to take this. How are they going to incorporate it? Because RIT has a lot of these dedicated programs. Um, we've got RIT players. We've got all these different clubs and organizations and things that sort of float around the same performing arts topic. Um, but, I mean, we also have something that 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 Munson really stresses is the fact that RIT has strengths in all these broad areas. So how are we going to incorporate technology? How are we going to, how are we going to incorporate these other facets of RIT that are so so well developed and so um, so far out there? That's that's I think that's what's really exciting. Um, there's actually a piece that I wrote a while ago um, called uh, Forget Greetings. We've got VR for that. And it was a tech piece. And I interviewed this professor, Joe Geigel. It was around French Festival. And he was talking about the fact that they had done this really neat project that was sort of like a dance and theatrical performance where VR was incorporated. So it was a mixed reality experience. And that's almost what I want to see from this performing arts center by RIT because, like, I mean, if what RIT is known for is all of these mergers of arts and technology and, and being a space for that. So if if that's what this Performing Arts Center turns into, then that's fantastic. I think that's so exciting and that, you know, that has really big potential in terms of, you know, we've got a magic center coming up for, like, the playground for spaces and thoughts like these. Um, and are we going to weave all of these into it? So that's what I want to ask and that's what I want to know. Yeah, because I think that would set us apart from other groups. Like, may there may be concerns with Eastman, like us competing with it. But if we take what RIT is good at and merging all those different facets of the human being, of the arts aspect and the technological, that would set us apart. That would make us a very different program from what they have, and it wouldn't have us competing with them. And actually, just a really quick update. So in terms of relations with Eastman, we do, so SOFA Films, they do um, get composing done by by students or by, by folks at Eastman. So if we do have these sort of, these marginal connections, like can we even weave them into it, into this program? Because RIT has all these facilities and is developing more facilities to sort of harbor this. Can we develop a program for the Performing Arts Center that really merges all of that together? And that's something that could play to RIT strengths. Yeah. Um, speaking of RIT strengths, one of the one of the quotes Munson gave was, "When it comes to engineering and the arts, it's hard to be successful without creativity." Um, and what he was talking about is is the kind of intersection between engineering, as RIT is generally an engineering school, and the arts and creativity. So, do you guys see any sort of ways that we could be better merging those two kind of chunks of RIT? Um. I mean, again, speaking from a strictly RIT players, so we have, as of last week, 70 active members, many of which are in the technical fields. So it's these people, these engineers, like I'm an engineer, but I'm an actor too. So I like to think that having engineers in these roles itself or technical people, not non-engineers, 
starts to bridge that gap already because you're giving students, we don't have any theater majors, so we don't have theater majors that are going to swoop in and take all the roles because that's what they're doing for their life. We have people in other aspects of their life taking theater as a passion and bringing their own spin to it. And because we're completely student run, all of our set building, all of our marketing, everything is done by students. So the technical expertise definitely comes in when we're doing our lighting design and our set design and all of that. And especially with the space issue, a lot of times we had to come up with very creative ways to make our shows work for the space we're in. Um, we did one show a couple years ago, The Laramie Project, in this like projection studio that's not at all meant for theater. And we were able to partner with the classes that worked in there to get projections woven into our show, which was a really, really cool mix of the arts and the technology side. So I think that it's not something that isn't happening already, but it's definitely something that can be expanded upon. I think if we expand upon it more and that becomes our thing, that would be really cool. And I think it could draw more people to the school. That's really cool. I didn't know that that's something that happened. That's exactly like that's exactly what I'd love to see from this performing arts center from something from something from RIT. Just a, a, a sort of merger of RIT's engineering skills improving your performances, enhancing um, it, enhancing like taking it, it to the next yeah. level. I think that's brilliant. I also thought one of the things you said was really interesting that you're you're an engineer. A lot of a lot of the people in players are engineers, but your experience as a performer kind of goes back and enhances your study. Um, which maybe wasn't necessarily what Munson was talking about, but I think that is an important factor that that not only can we use engineering, you know, and and science and technology to enhance what we do as performers, but we can also take that experience and kind of enhance ourselves in other aspects of our life. Oh, definitely. I mean, uh, being a performer is very helpful in every aspect of my life. I mean, even if like presenting one of my engineering projects, because I have that experience on stage being comfortable in front of an audience, I feel very comfortable in front of my peers being, oh, here's my whatever. And I think being in a performing arts, it teaches you how to relay what you want the audience to know to them. And it helps you define what your audience is and what you need to do to take from where you are and give it to your audience in a way that you can both share the experience. So when you are in a class and you have a project, maybe you can explain it in a way that makes a lot of sense to you, but if you can take your audience and relay what you want to know in a way that they'll understand it, that's very powerful. And I think a lot of performers, that's a very strong suit for them because that's something that they have to do when they're on stage. So I'm totally inclined to throw in the reporter side of this, too, because what you were saying, I think that resonates very well with our organization as well, because, you know, we're as much as we are copy editors, we're writers and and artists and illustrators and photographers and videographers. We're also engineers and physicists and and all of these other majors mixed together. And that's something that I think enhances the final product of what we're working on so much more than if we were just writers. But of course, we need people who are just writers to again, enhance and develop our writing skills. Um, and that's what they're very passionate about. That's what they want to do as a career path. But I think having this space where all of these different majors and all these different backgrounds mingle really enhances Reporter and, and the magazine that we put out all the time and the, and the articles that we release. And it really makes for a better experience altogether and something that we're able to take back into our studies and into our curriculum. Um, so I'm, I'm a Galasano student. So I, I could think of a number of... Uh peers of mine who, who could benefit from maybe a little experience in performing arts. Um, and, and one of the things Munson talked about and, and the article discussed is that, you know, we need, there's a lot of people on campus who don't even know that players exist or that there's improv clubs or the ukulele club or whatever. Um, and advertisement is difficult. It's hard to get people. Um, so do you think the school could be helping, you know, advertise these clubs? We need to do more ourselves. Yeah, I mean, there's only so many posters you can put up. It just gets lost in a sea of posters on a wall. Yeah. Um, if there were like a central hub where all both 
RIT run and student groups could kind of come together and have like a streamlined marketing so people could go to one place to see, all right, I'm interested in performing arts. Let's see, there's this acapella group, this theater group, this is happening, this is happening, this is happening. I think that would benefit all organizations overall because if it's streamlined, then it's going to reach more people because, I mean, we always put our shows through the message center, but again, a lot of people turn those off or they just see another message center email and say, oh my gosh, stop emailing me and they just (laughs) delete it right away without even looking at it. Right. Yeah. I remember as a freshman, I, there were so many clubs I wanted to join and just didn't know how to join any of them because there's no website or anything like that. Um, so maybe maybe it's like a, a symptom of a greater problem that they could be working on. I have I have a quick question for you. Is there anything you'd like to say about RIT players where we can find you on Facebook online or anything? Yeah, we do have a Facebook presence. We have a page and a group. So if you just kind of want to know generally what shows we're doing, join our Facebook page, RIT Players. We also have a group with more specific information about opportunities in our club and social events. So that's also RIT Players. You can request to join that. I believe we have a Twitter page. We might have a Snapchat, too. (laughs) We have an Instagram all under RIT Players. And we meet 8 p.m. on Tuesdays in SAU room or the 1829 room. So yeah, you should come join. It's totally fun. We have group uh, like acting opportunities and tech opportunities and marketing, really anything you can think of, we probably have it. So anybody's welcome to join. Cool. And I'm just going to sneak in this opportunity to say <laughs> RIT Improv has a Facebook page. You can look us up, a lot of information there. Um, and that's it for this podcast. So thanks for listening to this episode of Reporter Podcast. Uh, make sure to catch the article in stands and online in November uh, at reporter.rit.edu. You can follow us on social media, at ReporterMag on Twitter, uh, Facebook, or Instagram. And finally, try calling Rings if you have any weird thoughts you want to share with the world. It's completely anonymous. Uh, 585-672-4840. Thanks for listening.